Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm John McEnroe, and you're listening to the Tennis Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to the Tennis Podcast, and we are on the eve of Wimbledon, and where better to be presenting this tennis podcast from, but inside the Cathedral of Tennis, Centre Court at Wimbledon. Catherine Whitaker and I are sat here, and there are just a handful of people doing a bit of sweeping, getting a few last things prepared, and we are sitting in a couple of the green cushioned cushioned seats here, Catherine, inside the Centre Court. There is the tent over centre court which keeps it dry just in case it rains but as we look up above the roof which is of course retractable and currently open there's just a few puffy white clouds and blue sky and there's just 24 hours and less in fact Catherine to go until this starts how exciting yeah, from from Putney shopping malls to Centre Court at Wimbledon, we uh, we record this thing anywhere, anywhere and everywhere. And yes, I'm glad you mentioned the uh, the cushioned seating because it was not like this in my day. All those times that I queued overnight to get into Wimbledon and ended up on a hard plastic seat, um, thoroughly uncomfortable for the day and gritting my teeth through it for the love of tennis. It's it's not like that anymore. These are well, they're 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 remarkably comfortable, aren't they? This is luxury. I mean, she talks about her day. Well, I mean, that was only about 10 years ago, wasn't it, Catherine? I remember 1995, when you were about 10 years old, and I was queuing overnight in a tent trying to get into this place, and we sat on a bench. That's what we sat on. Sat on a bench where? On centre court. That's the sort of accommodation you had back in those days. You used to be able to stand on court number one. I would not pass health and, health and safety these days would would have a thing or two to say about that, I think, wouldn't they? Absolutely. But it is a special place, this, isn't it? And a little bit of a breeze blowing now inside Centre Court. It is the most wonderful theatre in which to watch tennis, to watch sport. And I was at the back of the stadium about half an hour ago, just doing a little bit of a tour with the Five Live team. I'm here for BBC Radio Five Live, and they got me doing the tour, Catherine, for all the new people who have never been here before. That's basically what it's come down to. Do you know why they got me doing that? It's because I'm the tallest bloke there. And they say, if you get lost, just head for the tall bloke. 
Yes, I remember a, well, it's probably not the best place to go into it, but a, an anecdote of, uh, of the comedian Stephen Merchant, who's one of the only people on the planet that's the same height as you, about he thought he was being chatted up by a woman uh, in Leicester Square on, on New Year's Eve, but actually the woman came over and said, you you going to be here all night? And he said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in for the long haul. And she said, all oh, right, it's just me and my friends have arranged to meet back at you. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, anyway, what I was getting to at the back of the stadium is that even underneath the roof, and as we look up above into the, the horizon, into the, into the real rafters of this arena, every single seat in the place has a perfect view of centre court. There's no dodgy view. There's no £10 seat here. You pay your money and you get the perfect view. It's the polar opposite to the Arthur Ashe Stadium, which actually I have real affection for. I know some people are pretty scathing about those seats up in the gods where um, where you only have a, a quite minute view of the tennis. But there's no arguing this is a truly special place to watch tennis, isn't it? It's, it's... And tomorrow at one o'clock, precisely on this court, in front of our eyes, out will come Andy Murray, Wimbledon champion to mount his title defence. What a moment that'll be, and he'll be up against young David Goffin, who is, uh, I think, a member of a boy band, isn't he? Certainly, Looks like he is. Certainly him and Grigor Dimitrov could sort of start some kind of rival One Direction, couldn't they? He does look about, well, what, 14? He's not, though, is he? He's in his 20s now. It's very disconcerting, all these people that look so young. Um, but yeah, he's he's certainly one of the ones that could form a, a tennis tennis based boy band. I don't give him much chance tomorrow, though, do you? No, it's a good draw for Murray, isn't it? Oh, he's a talented player, David Goffin, but he doesn't have weapons to hurt Andy Murray. You wouldn't have thought. No, I certainly don't give him a chance tomorrow. I do. I mean, everybody is saying it's a good draw for Murray, and I certainly think it's a good draw in the early rounds. The the, the seed he would meet in round three is. Um, Batista Goot, I think, which... Well, he's dangerous, though, isn't he's he? He's dangerous. I know he's won a tournament this week, but still, you know... Beat Del Potro at the Australian Open. meeting Ivo Karlovic in, in round two. As, as early round draws go, it's pretty sweet. However, I don't think it's that great a draw because he would play Dimitrov in the quarterfinals. And for me, when that draw came out, I was looking to see which one of the four was going to draw Dimitrov in the quarters. Hold on a minute. That's a bit of a... Bit of a uh, embarrassing suggestion that Dimitrov's just going to fly his way through the first four rounds when he's got Ryan Harrison, who's just qualified in the first round. That's a potential upset right there. And of course, he's got to get past David Ferrer. David Ferrer, for goodness sake. They are potential upsets, but I predict him getting through them. That is my prediction. A Murray Dimitrov quarter final. And for me, that, that really could go either way. For me, when I. When the draw came out, that's what I was looking for. Whose quarter is Dimitrov in? Because that is the bad draw. Who's winning that if that happens? Do you know what? I could, I could see... Well, didn't we predict Dimitrov <laughs> to get to the semis on Sunday? So, by that logic, we're predicting Dimitrov, aren't we? We can't go back on ourselves now that he's... Now that that draw... I mean, he was going to meet one of the big four. In see, the further I get away from Queens, the less I think that Dimitrov's going to win uh, <laughs> and actually get that far. Now... We didn't say win. Did we say win? Well, we kind of did. But I I think think that he is going to get to that point. I think you're right. I think he's going to play Murray. Imagine that on this centre court. What a moment that would be. And it would feel right, wouldn't it? It would be a bit like when Federer played Sampras in 2001 and 
beat the great man in the fourth round and ended up playing Tim Henman in the next round and eventually went down in five sets. But we all know the Roger Federer story. He's going for his eighth Wimbledon title. And Catherine Whitaker here has predicted he will get it. I have. And suddenly, I heard a few murmurings today of other people predicting Federer. Federer would win the title here, which I wasn't hearing a few weeks ago. So I wonder if people have been listening to the tennis podcast and thinking, oh, well, if... I hope they have been listening, otherwise what the hell are we doing this for? (laughs) Obviously, we are very much opinion formers and influencers here on the tennis podcast. So I I don't think I'm a lonely voice anymore in predicting a Roger Federer win. I don't predict it confidently, don't get me wrong. But I've said it before, I'll say it again, he's got another Grand Slam in him and... You've got, you've got to feel that it will come here, and every year that goes by, it gets less likely. So at some point, we've got to predict him to win here. So that's what I'm doing. Well, you know Philip Studd, who's part of the Five Live tennis team and will also join the uh, Live at Wimbledon radio team next week. Uh, I'm sharing a house with him here, actually. And he's just come up to me and he said, right, David, who's going to win the title on the men's side? And I sort of scratched my head and I fumbled around and tried to work I, out what's going David Law doesn't do predictions. Well, you know, he put me on the spot and I delivered. And I said, Roger Federer. Oh, my goodness. This is outrageous. This is absolutely... So I stick my neck on the line pre-French Open to say Roger Federer. And then jolly come lately, it's like you <laughs> pop along and say, oh, yeah, maybe Roger Federer will do it. Well, yeah, but Brad Gilbert told me you have to look at the draw before you make a prediction. So even though I said Andy Murray a couple of weeks ago, you know, I've just thought about it. And I've looked at that draw and I've thought, I haven't got a clue who's going to win it. So I'm going to say Federer. Well, nobody really has a clue, do they? No, it's all just complete stab in the dark. But could I just put it on the record that if Roger Federer does go on to win it, we do not receive equal amounts of credit. I have to receive extra credit for the for the time before the tournament with which... Well, I if we're going to have equal prize money, we're having equal credit. <laughs> that, I don't even know where to start with that. Let's move on. Indeed. Uh, what else can the draw uh, tell us so far? We've got... Andy Murray in Novak Djokovic's half, so I suppose you would say also in uh, Dimitrov's half is Djokovic. And Djokovic pulled out of the Boodles tournament, the, the exhibition event the week before this, didn't he? With, you know, just precautionary, I think, over the, the wrist problem that he had. I think it made him pull out of Madrid earlier this year. Any concerns on that one? I mean, it's, it's not what he's done in recent years, is it? He's always played that event and he's always used it and it will mean that he's not had a single grass court match on his way into Wimbledon. But he says he's fully fit. He says it's not bothering him. So unless we have evidence to the contrary, we have to assume that that's the case. Um, I'd say more worrying for him is the his Grand Slam final record. He's only won, He's lost four of his last five Grand Slam finals and only won one of the last nine Grand Slams, which actually you think of him as being, I suppose, along with Nadal, the, the dominant player over the past two, three years, but actually that's not that fantastic a record for somebody who has essentially been the world number one or two throughout that period. Um, so I, I, if he comes in as the favourite here, which some people are saying, it's very, very marginal for me. He, he is the bookies' favourite, just ahead of Andy Murray, and then there's quite a gap actually to Rafael Nadal and then Roger Federer, which... I'm so quite surprised about it. I mean, I think you could throw a blanket over the four of them and, and really not know which one is ahead, to be quite honest. Um, Nadal, I know his results haven't been good. He's lost uh, in the first round last year, the second round the year before, and he could face Lucas Russell in the second round again here in a repeat of that match from a couple of years ago. But 
the noises he, he is making are that he feels a lot better physically than he did over the last couple of years. And if that's the case, if he gets comfortable, he's going to be dangerous. The problem for him is that his draw is horrible early on. Martin Klesan, I think, in the first round, and potentially Ivo Karlovic shortly after. He's got no gimmies, and I think he is the person who's drawn to face Milos Raonic in the quarterfinals, which... After Dimitrov, I think, is, is the next one that nobody wanted in the quarterfinals. If he got that far, though, his eye would be in, I reckon, and he'd be dangerous. I, yeah, I think I agree with you. I, I'm surprised people aren't talking about Rafa more. Um, perhaps it's because he has played himself down a little bit. He's talked about how the grass has been tougher on his knees than, than other surfaces, even, even the hard courts, perhaps, which surprised me a little. I would suspect the grass would be a bit more forgiving, you know, more more likeness to clay in terms of how much um, damage it does to his knees. But he certainly talked about that being an issue for the past two years. But, yeah, I am surprised he's not being talked about more. I agree it's a hair's breadth between the four of them for me and then Dimitrov just behind. Oh, it's exciting, isn't it? Starts tomorrow. We're here inside. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, Tennis Podcast listeners. David here. Now, you might know that I love a bit of cooking. And I think I'm quite good at it. But if I'm honest, even I get fed up trying to work out what to do every night. That's where Home Chef comes in. Being able to put together a delicious meal without the long prep and the cook times, well, that's pretty cool. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. They have over 30 options a week and serve a variety of dietary needs so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Now, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering tennis podcast listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and, of course, free shipping on your very first box. Go to homechef.com slash tennis. That's homechef.com slash tennis for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard it right. I'd sent to court bringing you the tennis podcast, the Wimbledon preview, and it is a fascinating draw that has been thrown up. And the women's draw has arguably thrown up some even more enticing matches. And I was in Eastbourne yesterday, Catherine, commentator for BT Sport, and I was really taken by the performance of Madison Keys, who, for me, is the women's game answer to Dimitrov. He 
she is just stunning in terms of her potential. She hits the ball as hard as Serena Williams. Her service action is flawless. It looks so easy to me. I mean, I know I'm a layperson, but I did have Martina Navratilova sat there next to me. So I checked with her, and she said it was flawless as well. So, you know, maybe she could do some damage here at Wimbledon. I don't doubt that she can do damage. It's just how much damage. I mean, is it beyond the realms of possibility that she could do what Sharapova did 10 years ago? I don't think it is. I think, I genuinely think this is one of the most open women's draws that there has been. Um, I th- people, A lot of people are talking about Serena Williams really not being in the right frame of mind. I wasn't there for her press conference yesterday, but a lot of people talking about her being almost distracted. Um, that's, you know... Well, there was a great question to her in that press conference, which was, how long did it take you to get over the loss to Gabin Muguruza during the French Open? And she said, who says I'm over it? Crikey, that's an answer, isn't it? That's very interesting. But you know what? I, I don't... I don't think you can apply normal person's rules to Serena Williams. I don't think you can read anything into her body language personally because, you know, you write her off at your peril. She has been. No, hold on. Yes, you were. (laughs) She has been. What was it you said? The biggest foregone conclusion in the history of Wimbledon. And uh, lo and behold, she lost just as I said she might to Sabina Lezicki last year. Not that I wanted to bring that up, but you've backed me into a corner, and so I have. But the fact is that Serena Williams could... Well, she's still the favourite here, right? Oh, of course she is. But in a draw where there are really no no favourites, uh, I mean, it, it's fantastic how many young players there are coming up. And not just... We've been talking about young players coming up in the women's game for a couple of years, but they are, there are now youngsters coming up who are true contenders to win Grand Slam titles. It's hard to count... Jeannie Bouchard out of the equation. Um, Sloane Two semi-finals, isn't it, this year Sloane for semi-finals. Bouchard? Sloane Stephens has almost been forgotten about in all this chatter about um, about young stars. Um, you've got Camilla Georgie. Love the way she plays. She is fantastic. Um, and I think she'll be a huge draw. If I've not looked at her, what her path is like, what her draw is like, but I'd be very interested to keep an eye on her matches. Simona Halep, she's not so much rising star as risen star these days, but not seen her play on grass before, so I'll be very interested in that. I mean, and the big one, of course, is the fact that Sharapova is drawn to face Serena in the quarters, and she hasn't beaten her in ten years. And but first... Williams may have to get past Bouchard in the fourth round. So, I mean, you know, we've got just fantastic matchup after fantastic matchup. It really is truly mouthwatering for me, the uh, the women's event this year. I, I, You've got Serena Williams, who you can't but pick as the favourite. But all, it's that weird thing of she... she she could just as easily go out in the first round as win the title without dropping a set, if that makes any sense. It's it's complete unknown with her at the moment. Um, so And that just makes for edge-of-the-seat tennis, which is what we all like, isn't it? Isn't it, Jess? So, come on, let's pick our finalists, both in the men's and the women's draw. Shall I go first? For once, yes, please. OK, so I'm going to go for Roger Federer, against That's a long old pause. I'm thinking I'm going to go for Roger Federer against Andy Murray there you go and then in the women's draw I'm going to go for Serena Williams I don't know what side of the draw Halep's in 
Which side's she in? Opposite side to Serena, I think. I'm going to go for Halep. There you go. Really? Yeah. And do you think Halep could win it? Well, of course you could. Yeah, but no, I think Serena's going to win it again. Okay, well, I'm going to go for Federer, obviously against. Well, I, either I think against the winner of that Murray. I don't want any of this winner of. Just say who it's going to be, please. Well, that means predicting. Okay, I predict a Federer Murray final. Is that what you predicted? Oh no. Yes, it is. And also, hold on a minute. You said that Dimitrov was going to beat Murray, didn't you? Did I say that? That's what I was trying to remember. Whether I'd committed to that earlier, whether that was something I could back out of. Okay, then I will throw out there a Federer Dimitrov final. Blimey. <laughs> I've backed her into that corner beautifully. Right, now, what about the women's uh, final, then? The women's final. Do I think Serena Williams will make it there? Interesting. No, well, she got me in trouble last year, Serena. Well, I got myself in trouble, but um, <laughs> I got myself into Serena Williams-related trouble last year. So um, I'll turn my back on her this year, and I will predict... I think I agree. Now you've said it, I think I agree with you about Halep. Um, and I'm going to go for Halep. Maybe I'll go for a rerun of the French Open final because I think, I don't think Sharapova will beat Serena. I think Serena will lose possibly to Bouchard before she gets there. Blimey. Catherine Whittaker writing off Serena Williams, the great Serena Williams. So the winner for you is going to be. Da, 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 da. Maria Sharapova. Catherine Whittaker predicts 10 years on from Maria Sharapa's first victory here as a 17-year-old when she beat Serena Williams on this very court that is in front of us, that she will do it all over again. What do you lot think? On Twitter, at Tennis Podcast, Tommy Smith says, this will be Andy's second Wimbledon. Rafa can't handle the grass anymore. There are new stars on the WTA circuit, and Grigor makes the quarterfinals. What else do we have? Uh, we have Aaron Thurstons, who says the men's final will be between Murray and Nadal. The women's final will be between Sharapova and Lezicki. I can't see that, to be quite honest. Nadal and Sharapova to win the title. Dimitrov and Bouchard to go far. Toby Nelms says that Dimitrov against Federer uh, joining Ooh. Catherine. Wouldn't that be something, though? That would be the ultimate, wouldn't it? I, I think what I've picked there, I mean, I'm, I know that I'm very guilty of heart overhead when it comes to my predictions, but so be it. But what I've picked there is ultimate poetry, I think. Federer-Dimitrov final would just be, I mean, you could write about that for days, changing of the guard, all, all, all the clichés. And I think Sharapova winning 10 years on from from her famous win as a 17-year-old would also be poetic. I mean, it's staggering to think that she hasn't actually won it since then. It just seems... To think that she's won two French Opens in that time and no Wimbledons is... Um, well, you wouldn't have bet on that ten years ago. So I think what I've picked is a sort of wishful thinking, poetic something. There we go. <laughs> she's not romantic at heart, you see. Toby Nelm says that uh, Sharapova against Kvitova will be the women's final. Federer to win in four sets against Dimitrov and Sharapova to win in straight sets. And Ryanich to get to the semi-finals. James Peeling says Serena against Kvitova in the women's final. Murray against Federer in the men's. Uh, Sharapova will go out to Georgie in the round three. No, I haven't actually checked the draw to see if that can happen, but I'm taking your word for it, James. Nadal goes out to Klesan in round one. Come on, James, don't be ridiculous. 
That's not going to happen, is it, Catherine? Do me a favour, James. He's not lo- he's not losing in round one or, t- one or two, three years in a row. I just don't say. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's that's not the draw he would have wanted round one. Um, but he's not going to lose it. Sam Davis says Bouchard to take out Serena in round four. Gilles, Sim- Gilles Muller rather to push Federer to the limit in round two. Paul Yearley says Radvanska will beat Lizicki. Murray will defeat Federer. Those are his finals. Uh, and Sean Froling says the biggest shocks will be Murray out early and Dimitrov's first major title. Finally, Lara from Team Lizicki. I wonder what she thinks. Uh, Lizicki will defeat Petra Kvitova in the final and Federer will overcome Murray. Sharapova takes out Serena. Well, if that happened, it would be the first time in a decade. I have to say, there are, there are players ranked sort of... 50 or well maybe not that's an exaggeration there are players ranked 30 or lower that I'd give more of a chance of beating Serena in all honesty I just don't be silly I mean not many but I I really a Sharapova Serena matchup I just wouldn't give Sharapova I'd give her a, a slim whisker of a chance if Serena was having a bad day if Serena played well I wouldn't give her any chance 10 years 10 years since she's beaten her that, I mean, you can't argue with that. I mean, Virginie Rosano's beaten her in that time. You know, well, you know, the list is long and plenty of them not inside the top 30. Um, and Sharapova isn't one of them. Sorry, Sharapova fans. Catherine Whitaker says no. I predicted her to win the thing. I mean... <laughs> as long as she doesn't play Serena Williams. Right. Yeah, indeed. Well, Catherine and I will be here throughout the fortnight. Catherine's working for the Live at Wimbledon team. You'll be able to see her every day on your computer and television screens if you choose in, tune into the Live at Wimbledon coverage. I'll be on BBC Radio 5 Live throughout the tournament. A part of the commentary team there will all be out in force. We're expecting a fantastic week of tennis. We've got some wonderful... Uh, stars on the commentary team with us. Marion Bartoli's going to be with us every other day. We've got Martina Navratil over part of our team for the first time this year. Richard Krychek's back. Pat Cash, Mark Woodford. It's going to be a who's who in the Five Live commentary box. I'll tell you as well, the uh, Statoil Masters Tennis, one of the other events we work in at the Royal Albert Hall at the end of the year in December. Cracking event, that one. I've just announced John McEnroe and Mark Philippus's Tim Hemman and Mansour Barami will be part of the field, so go to the Statoil Masters website if you'd like tickets for that and Catherine we're inside centre court we haven't even paid to get in this is brilliant isn't it let's just set up camp here let's ditch our jobs set up camp here nobody if we look confident enough nobody will kick us out and we can watch two whole weeks of tennis right whoever's got seat well what number am I in at the moment I can't quite see seat three and I think it's row Row well row what is it row n sorry whoever's got those seats these are ours now Enjoy your two weeks of tennis. We'll speak to you soon. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.